Warning, hard times are coming, when we'll be wanting the voices of writers who can see alternatives to how we live now, can see through our fear-stricken society and its obsessive technologies to other ways of being, and even imagine real grounds for hope. We'll need writers who can remember freedom, poets, visionaries, realists of a larger reality. That's Ursula K. Le Guin. And nailed it, honestly. Yeah, nailed it. Ursula, thank you. This episode of Seriously Wrong is brought to you by Wrong Boys Revolutionary Doulas. Push, 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 push. push. Congratulations, it's an ecological and democratic society. <laughs> Thank you, Wrong Boys. That was such a painless process. All thanks to your incredible doula services. You're welcome. Our pleasure. Hi, I'm Aaron. And I'm Sean. And we're revolutionary doulas, making the process of birthing a new world as smooth and safe as possible for everybody. Look, we know a lot of revolutions are unsafe births. They can be painful, uncomfortable, they can have bloodshed, they can even be violent. Obviously, birth doesn't always go the way you want. But we work as hard as we can to make sure that it goes as well as possible. You know, a lot of shitty doulas say, Oh, birth, it's inherently violent. The mother has to bleed and cry. There needs to be tearing. This is just hard-nosed realism, you know? Sometimes it's historically necessary for the mother to die during childbirth. These shitty doulas, I mean, that's just crappy. Yeah, it's a horrible thing to say. And it's a little misogynistic, honestly. Yeah, I mean, to be frank, sometimes in birth there is some tearing, and it can be painful. But, you know, you shouldn't uphold tearing. You shouldn't act like doulas are naive for trying to make birth as painless as possible. You shouldn't be indifferent to whether the mother lives or dies. And sure, in the event of a traumatic revolutionary birth, we should have a plan to heal after that. But some people actually lionize tearing. They, they lionize the suffering as necessary and righteous, the suffering particularly of women. Yeah, and that's just bad doula skills. Makes people not want to give revolutionary birth. Now, we've been a doula for many years, and it's just not the case that birth trauma can never be avoided. We should always do everything we can to prevent discomfort, pain, and damage, and bring that beautiful society into being. We do safe births here, from fetus, pregnant with a new world in our hearts, to labor and birth. And to child rearing too, you know, our new society has to grow up big and healthy and strong. Yeah, so we'll train you on breathing exercises, squatting, stretching, nutritional and sleep health. All of these things can help lead to a safe birth. And a healthy and safe birth means a healthy and safe society. You can hold our hand as you give birth to this new world. You can do our breathing exercises. And we're going to tell you, you're doing such a great job. We are so proud of you. You're doing great. We believe in you. Wrong Boys Revolutionary Doula Services. All the support you need for a safe birth.
Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Seriously Wrong Podcast. This is our uh, first bonus episode of Season 10. It's a transition Q&A Part 2. We've been excited to make this one ever since the last. We left you on a nice cliffhanger. We're going to be talking about elections. We're going to be talking about insurrections this episode. Yeah, there was questions we didn't get to last time because we ran out of time. And there's also we've been soliciting feedback and saying, hey, give us critiques, like real critiques. Like, I mean, you can call us wieners or whatever if you want or dipshits or whatever. That'll we're be not part three. We'll be answering all the questions <laughs> of, aren't you guys wieners? And yeah. Like, well, <laughs> we'll, we'll have to answer I, that. Yeah. Like, we gotta... uh, no spoilers, but we will be answering that. So we finished up the last episode on a question about the strategic benefits of authoritarianism, and uh, this next question continues in that topic. Wouldn't it be easier to get a small group together to undertake an authoritarian program rather than get the mass democratic and participatory buy-in that library socialism proposes? Uh, no, it would not be easier. Next question. The real world is not a choice between dumb option one, which is magically convince everyone, and dumb option two, which is magically have sufficient people and sufficient force to violently dispossess people. Both of those concepts are magical thinking. If we're thinking about a real world process, an unfolding process, there's a strategy to it. We have to be thoughtful. We have to think step by step. Again, we need moral imagination on this. We need creativity. But I don't see this as this... this impenetrable barrier that the only answer is imagining that there's eventually going to be some righteous conflict in the streets. Along these same lines, another comment that we got recently, uh, basically all social transformation on anything approaching the necessary scale to confront capitalism has so far involved mass death. It's not desirable, but this seems to be reality. How do you account for this? Do you know how incompetent that is? Do you know how far away from any sort of communications role you should be if that is the way that you're talking? Yeah, sorry, that's such a good point because like the main thing that they say against communism in the 20th century or whatever is like, oh, it caused mass death. It caused all this mass death. The history of communism is the history of mass death. These communists, they it works in theory, but in practice, it ends up in mass death. Anarchist. And then we Aren't have you like a group that wants to do mass death. And then you have <laughs> communists in the current society in the world today being like, yeah, no, they're right about that mass death thing. It does require a lot of mass death. But trust me, it'll be so much better. Want to buy our newspaper after? Look, yes, mass death, but think about what's after the mass death. This is going to be beautiful. If you survive the mass death, there's going to be rainbows. Yeah. There's going to be sunshine. Oh and it's not even a guarantee. This is the thing. It's like. All right. Next question. Is there anywhere where the unity of means and ends may be tested in the pursuit of library socialism? So I think means and ends unity. The basic concept, right, is that you can't achieve ends in one direction by using means that point in another direction. A classic example would be you can't create peace by war, or you can't abolish the state by using the state, that kind of thing. Um, so the way that I think about means and ends is it's sort of like a spectrum. It's a spectrum where the exact ends that we imagine can't really be perfectly aligned with in a pragmatic sense. It can't be perfectly aligned with the means of what we do in our day-to-day. -day. Like, I wake up in a property system that I don't agree with. I wake up in a bed that's manufactured by processes that I don't agree with. And to achieve a perfect means-ends unity on everything, that 100% means-ends, and I'm not saying this to make the concept, like, incoherent or something like that, but just to point out that there is some 
finite limit to our capacity to unify means and ends. But at the other end of the spectrum, there's things where the means and ends are so fundamentally incompatible that it's like a red line that you can't go past. Uh, one metaphor that I think is really useful and powerful in the realm of means and ends is planting seeds because the seed is not the same thing as the flower, but which seeds you plant determine which flowers grow or which plants grow. If you're growing food or flower, whatever, stretch the metaphor, but um, you can't just plant any seed you want and expect it to grow into whatever you want. But at the same time, you can't expect to just have a fully formed flower appear out of nowhere because you've desire it or because you point a gun at the grass or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. The, no, the, it makes a lot of sense. Like it summarizes really well. I think like qualitative differences between like a total indifference to means and ends versus like an unrealistic idea of means and ends of like, you're just going to have flowers right away. It's like, no, you have a seed and then there's all these steps, but the right seed at the right time is what leads to the flower that you want. Here's another transitionary concept for you. Bugs Bunny the Bourgeoisie. There are people who will, as our movements grow, work to undermine us, crush us, and crack down on us. While it might be an appealing fantasy to imagine a final showdown, like a movie climax, where it comes to blows and the righteous overcome the wicked, that is not likely to be the road ahead. We need a new map of how these conflicts might unfold, a new metaphor, a story we can tell ourselves. We're talking, of course, about Bugs Bunny as a revolutionary verb. We're going to Bugs Bunny the people who try to crush our movements. We believe it is possible and necessary to outsmart the enemies of free society instead of outmuscling them. We will outwit them. We'll rally large groups of people. We'll make fun of them. We'll paint the wall as a tunnel and they'll run into it. We'll hit them in the face with pies. We'll use their own aggression against them. We'll make them run off a cliff and hold up a sign that says, yikes, before they plummet down from their own hubris. All right, and that is it for this teaser for our new episode, our second part to this Q&A. If you want to hear the fully fleshed out versions of the ideas we're talking about here, then head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash seriously wrong. Sign up for just $6 a month and get access to not just this episode, but our entire back catalog of bonus episodes, the full archive of all of our old episodes going back 10 years now. been doing this podcast for 10 years. And we wouldn't be able to keep doing it without your support. So thank you. Thank you so much to everybody who is already donating. And thank you to everyone who is heading over to our Patreon right now at this moment to hear more about our positions on revolution and what exactly it means to Bugs Bunny, the bourgeoisie.